Hi there, and welcome to episode 143 of the ADHD Adults podcast. I don't know what the podcast. pause was for. It's actually because I saw Alex was frustrated. I didn't respond to him saying one just before I started. Um, I'm James Bright, the man whose stress levels ironically have risen in the last two or three minutes. I'm not, I'm not sure why. There must be a reason for that. And Alex. I'm joined, as usual, by Dr. Alex Connor, but the man who cannot stress enough that if you go down to the woods today, nothing bad will happen. Nothing, nothing bad at all. And the only woman who, if stress actually did burn calories, would weigh minus 20 kilograms, Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. Good. And I can't stress this enough, James. Day to you, sir. Fucking hell. Moving on. Sam, hi. Hi. Oh, good. Um, Alex, no, no, no. Jesus, James, how are you both, Mrs. ADHD, first? Um... Jesus, I'm so sorry. My computer Not made it, it doesn't normally do that, and I cannot do anything. Okay, um, I'm better than I was. Thanks. I might cut that bit out. I mean, I'm not sure because it's that. I, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And Alex, I suppose I should ask, even though I obviously don't care. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. Yeah, really good. Although Tarquin, the metrics intern, did accidentally send us an embarrassing group text yesterday that said, <laughs> yesterday was the best total Monday figure for six months. No, no idea. Today. Or was it this morning? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what it means or why he was telling us, but apparently it's something to do with listeners. No idea. <laughs> Irrelevant. One of whom sent us a letter. No. Oh. They did. It was, I'm just going to check. Who it's oh, um, should that be? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, no, yeah. It's from no, it works. It works. Oh, well. okay. It's, okay then. It's from a Robert from Kidderminster. You know it best. says, I listened from heaven to your now yeah. deleted episode oh, on I workplace see. discrimination that no one got to hear. And even if you let one third of the things James said in that one out in the public, he would have to sell his Dracula castle to cover his legal costs. I should I should say. For the first time, we literally had to call lawyers in. <laughs> Which oh, James, tell me, just remind me of the text that your lawyer set, said when you said. Okay, while you're what we while you yeah while you're while you're doing your bit, I'll get it up. Hi, right. Stuart. Real letter, James, though. Can I read it out, and Sam? Uh, yeah. Yes, please. You're supposed to say no, right? It says, "Hi, I wanted to drop a note, think maybe for the ADHD adults." especially Mrs. ADHD, as she's the best one. It says here, I've been listening for the past few months. I only have about 20 to go, which is terrifying as it's become such a part of my routine. I wanted to say that I've been so impacted by the casual discussion of suicidal thoughts. I've had suicidal ideation for my entire life. And it's only now through the discussion on the podcast that I finally talked to someone about it and I'm starting therapy. The team do such a fantastic job. Alex is always supporting me over on threads, answering my stupid questions. James is such an open and honest uh, about his mental health. And Sam makes me feel less like I'm the only person to feel this way. Just in case this gets read out, totally fine with them using my name. It's Chris. Hi, Chris. Oh, Thank Hi. you. That's, love, that's, that's lovely, isn't it? Um, yeah. I found, it is. the, I found a message from my lawyer which says, what in the actual cunt-curdling, holy godmother and shitting wank fuckery are you thinking? <laughs> which I think, <laughs> as legal it's, advice, is it's probably is, up there, isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> I know. It's just it's brilliant. And it, it, it shows an ADHD informed lawyer right there. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I love that from Chris. I, I was th- it was such an important yeah, message. Well, we didn't realize when we started talking about these really serious things in our stupid way that it was in any way unusual, right? Because we always have together the three of us about this mm, stuff. Yeah. Um it also slightly annoys me, doesn't it? Well, I can't remember why that letter annoyed me, James. Can you? No, I no, we probably changed it. I think at some point it's probably yeah. a different letter. So yeah. <laughs> Um, as usual, Tarquin, the metrics intern, has given me information about another city we have listeners in because we forgot which countries we were doing. And it's the beautiful Dublin, where 1% oh. of our listeners live, or at least drive through when they accidentally click on our podcast instead of clicking on Gabby Logan's The Midpoint. Hi, Gabby. The metrics intern has told us a fact about Dublin. For those that may not know it, the Book of Kells is actually oh. a colouring book completed in 1982 by a schoolgirl called Aoife but what? all Irish people are too embarrassed to admit it. Thank you. <laughs> Fact. 
That's a fucking lie. That's not a fact. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like this bit. <laughs> I know. That, that's why it's there, Sam. Anyway, mm -hmm. as usual, this Hulk Hogan sex tape of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. We choose a theme. Last time around was about ADHD and not what the subject is there. And no, anger, possibly anger. I'm not sure. We're doing this out of order. And today we're focusing on ADHD and stress. So thanks to Bexby, off of Discord and others for suggesting this topic. I've used Hulk Hogan's sex tape, James. It was effective. What did you use for... it for? I'm pretending there's a kind of tape that he sells, like oh, Paul no, Newman cell yeah. dressing. I thought you were just talking oh. about power wang, like trying to really, to really kind of... Like you know, used it to really... Like the only way for me. Yeah. The only way. <laughs> it is for me, not Hulk Hogan, but just porn in general. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. Brilliant. So not yet, not the thought of your husband or, you know, any oh, the, three, the three parts, um, as usual, include the Tommy Wazo of evidence, Alex the psycho. <laughs> From the uh, Google the room, Alex, education monkey, talking <laughs> back the theme. You are him <laughs> as personal, well. You're just the same. Our Thank personal you. reflections on stress. And then finally, a bit of just a tip. So, Alex, now I know Hello. you're super relaxed, super relaxed all the time so this may feel inauthentic but tell us about adhd and the stress <laughs> i like that people genuinely think that about me because of masking at the expense of my mental health <laughs> quick disclaimer we're talking today about negative stress which is what people tend to mean including me when we say stress mm. rather than the, the like biological term for stress which include more like tension inject positive tension like going on a roller coaster although not sam because she hates them apparently or loves them depending on how she feels one minute to the next <laughs> Do you do actually hate them though? Well, some of them I love, but some of them I'm too scared about. Amazing. Right. Psychological stress can be defined as a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. It's a natural human response to events that prompt us to address challenges and threats in our lives. It's the it's the tiger when you leave your cave evolutionary stuff, isn't it? even though that's trite. Everyone feels stressed sometimes, and some people find some levels of stress helpful, motivating, that good stress. A little bit of stress is okay and helps us perform many kind of daily activities. And that's called um, hormesis. The, the, it's a biological response to low exposure to stressors that we have capacity for that is beneficial, the roller coaster stuff. As I'm sure James knows, the word hormesis comes from the Greek, uh, hormesis, meaning rapid motion or eagerness, which itself is taken from the ancient Greek hormion to set in motion in parallel, John. Um, it's the same Greek word, James, as hormone. I used to fucking teach this, Alex, and do research on hormone. You know that you, why am I, let, why am I letting you get me stressed? Why do I allow this? Jesus Christ. I'll write it down for you so you can remember it later. Although stress is psychological. Down? No, Sam. You see, Sam, Sam, Sam. You see what happens, Sam, when we're writing, when we're writing yeah. like a, a joke, you sort of we just often, to yeah. tease James, ah, and he okay. fills in sorry, that bit. Sorry, I didn't know it was yeah. a joke. I'm sorry. Sorry. We need to. Should we have jokes in yellow on the script? Uh, yeah, I think we should. Well, that's a really yeah. good idea. Although I do yeah. not look at the script. Yes. <laughs> 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 mm. A flaw in the plan. <laughs> Amazing. Sorry. Sorry, carry what on. About... Yes, could you write there? it down for him, Alex? A mute button, James. What about a mute button? Yeah, there is there is one of those. I'll just mute Sam for yeah. most of the podcast. Right, let's carry on. This is this is fascinating. I've never heard of it before. And uh, when are the National Comedy Awards, Jim? Although stress <laughs> is psychological, it affects both mind and body. And, and actually, that's really, really important because ADHD oh. and many things that are psychological disorders physically affect us directly. So a little bit of stress is good. Too much stress or stress beyond capacity can cause both physical and serious mental health problems and often do. What does it feel like? Well... There's loads of symptoms of stress, and I get to do a boring list clacks on, which I like. I Are you ready? That. Yes, please. Sleeping problems, loss of appetite, difficulty concentrating, anxiety, irritability, racing thoughts, racing heart, worry constantly, um, uh, 
things going over your head, things going through your head all the time. Is, is, I mean, is any of this sounding familiar to people listening at the minute? It, yeah. I, might have all, I might as well have written, here's a list of ADHD yeah. symptoms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sam. Oh, Sam. How, is, how is it biological if it affects us mentally then? What I'm not that stupid. I'm what a fucking stupid question. I am an idiot. I know Christ. that biological stuff is your brain as well. Your brain's yeah. not separate to your body. I bet you feel really stupid. I feel really how many brains? How now. many brains have you got, Sam? Two. Where's the other one? In my stomach. Bollocks. I mean, that is... Yeah. And my stomach yeah. knows before my brain knows if I'm stressed because immediately my stomach goes... That's top-level psychoeducation, Sam. Well done. It is, yeah. And I really Thank like you. the expression gut feeling because it's not just a, a symbolic. I mean, it's it's... We have, yeah, exactly. Very nice. I like Yeah, it. so anyway, how is it biological oh. if it affects the It's <laughs> an excellent question, Sam. Well done. This is, uh, it should be you pretending to be a doctor, not James. <laughs> the body's at equilibrium, right? It's it's homeostasis is what people talk about. And it is disturbed in loads of ways. And our job as a body is to get it back to broadly the centre. And it can be disturbed by internal effects and external events. Anything we perceive as threatening can elicit this stress reaction, internal or external. The stresses are perceived in the brain, even if you touch them or you smell them or you hear them, it's, or that immediately is processed in the brain. And we either activate the sympathetic nervous system, that's fight or flight, or adrenaline, if you like. But we also release cortisol, the, the classic stress hormone that's secreted by the adrenal glands, which sit on top of the kidney. James, adrenal, um, yeah. that, means, that means over the kid, adjacent to the kidneys. Little I, known. I, I, little, yeah, little known apart from somebody that used to teach this to first year students for 10. Just, just carry on. Well, teach it badly, though. Teach it yeah, badly. Of course. Yes, exactly. The fight or flight response, adrenaline mostly, but cortisol as well, can be immediate and um, affect us in loads and loads of ways. Cortisol, the more stress hormone, that can take a little bit of time, more, more like 10, 20 minutes after something is stressful so you get double lovely double bubble reactions so when someone experiences a stressful event the amygdala which is a little part of the brain that looks like an almond contributes to how we process emotions and communicates with the rest of the body and all that kind of thing it uses the nervous system to communicate so the the, the person frightened has the energy to, to fight or to run away as adrenaline races through your bloodstream it makes the heart beat faster than normal. It's surreal beats, James. <laughs> and your blood pressure goes up and your rate of breathing can increase. And all the blood vessels can expand into the muscles. So you've got more energy or more, more blood and oxygen to run away from a Dracula, for example. Then, <laughs> 10 or 20 minutes later, as the cortisol is released, you can increase your blood glucose levels. So sugar in the blood is fuel, right? So even more substances to run away from a bat-like creature. Cortisol also slows down the other bodily functions that you don't. You don't want to be like eating food and thinking about dagging and all that sort of thing. So it shuts that down. Anything that you don't want or could be harmful in a non-fight, in a fight, sorry, in a fight or flight situation, we can shut down those as well. Oh, so why is it bad then? Was that the right one? Yes. Oh, well done. Good. Wow, well done. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, have you thought about doing the one show, Sam? Because with that level of... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, it's mainly Giles Brandreth explaining the House of I Parliament. I don't know who that is. Unemployed people. Or right. what that is. Or me, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got a job. Or what... <laughs> Uh, so it's bad. Say. Obviously, fight or flight response isn't bad. It's excellent. Yeah. But the body can overreact to things or have a flight or flight response that is effectively chronic or permanent if we're feeling constantly under threat. And they can be to things that are not life threatening. Sam, explain your face. I've just seen that Cooks and Gold have got um, like a discount on soldering stuff. I'm amazing. Why would you have that tab up? 
because point. unlike you two, I'm working today. I know it's before work time. So you're, you're working on soldering. You're working on yeah. you're working on investigating who has soldering equipment available. No, for but I was right. checking my work email and this came up and I thought, aha. I'm fairly certain when we did the productivity episode, Sam, you advised uh, tidy computer or desk tidy mind. Yes, I do not do the things that I advise to other people. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Carry on. Just so, do the Brummie accent. No, 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 we're not no, there he's yet. Not, oh. He's not got there yet. You're reading out a yeah. bit in red. That's me. That's not you either, is it? That's not in green. Apologies. Could you I don't. Me? I mean, <laughs> genuinely embarrassing. It is. Did you see that comment on Instagram that said, I really love that you guys were prepared to put your run through out on social. Oh, yeah, no, Warren. wait, that's the actual podcast. Yeah. Who after this will have had his birthday. So belated happy birthday, Warren. We're seeing happy you later. Birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. So we can feel stressed for non-life-threatening events, not just the tiger. That's the point. So traffic jams can make us feel that fight or flight. Work pressure. If James has to walk past a, a blood bank next to a hospital or go out in the sun. We're going heavy on the, the Dracula, so I like it. So... I mean, completely autonomously and spontaneously, Alex. Yeah. Just do the Brummie accent. All right, James, we'll get into that. And also, Sam, well, ADHD, which is what you were saying. Studies have shown that adults with ADHD, this is borderline racist, isn't it? Regionalist. No. Studies <laughs> show adults with ADHD because of the thoughts I'm having about. I've shown adults with ADHD perceive more stress when measured in a lab. Um, we must, we, ADHD is linked to stress, no question. That's the fundamental. Perceived stress, how we, how we feel about events now and stress as children, but also in adulthood, seems to be an important factor associated with ADHD that increases our risk of those coexisting, both mental and physical health conditions, anxiety, obesity, that kind of thing. And there seems to be a bi-directional relationship between stress and ADHD. So they fuel each other. That means some people think, yeah, hmm. exactly. Some researchers think that ADHD symptoms themselves can result from stressful experiences in early life alongside the genetic risk. This is that um, uh, st- uh, trauma-led ADHD theory. But they talk about not just big T, you know, like parental death and uh, abuse and assault and so on but what they call small t or small traumas um adhd appears to contribute to increased sensitivity for stress because we have and i really like this phrase deviant stimulus processing i know i do or our perception of life events isn't the same as people with ADHD. And it isn't clear if that's because of lots, because we have ADHD, so we face them so we're more sensitive, or if it's just a biological thing that ADHD is. Oh, Top of this, other research has shown that increasing ADHD severity is linked to increasing rates of perceived stress. Or, no symptoms, James, no stress. Oh, that's a good call back to one of the one of the first episodes. Anyway, enough of this yeah. tosh. What can be done about it, Alex? Yeah, James, can you be a bit patient, please? I'm sure. Fuck it now, Sam. You should do all the questions that James definitely doesn't write down. <laughs> well, James, research on the use of stress coping strategies in adults with ADHD is, and I don't think you're going to believe this, scarce. <laughs> <laughs> There is a little bit of data that shows some adults with ADHD were more prone to use maladaptive coping strategies. So that's sort of the unhealthy ones we develop rather than healthier controls, especially with respect to avoidance or avoiding situations and escape, which are phenomenally similar. It seems higher ADHD symptoms, higher stress, higher risk of implementing maladaptive coping strategies to stress. So what are the strategies to stress? Drinking and drugs and emotional <laughs> numbing things and gambling and social withdrawal, James. Or Tuesdays, you call it. Uh, I have <laughs> emotional masking, Alex. And relying on the same pro- approach, even if it doesn't help, over and over to similar situations, Sam. Sam. 
<laughs> I am outraged. I know. I'm sorry. I bet you resemble that remark. I mean, resent that remark. Healthier, and there's no such thing as healthy, healthier approaches could include learning stress management things like grounding or unhooking or reframing negative thoughts. James, grounding? What does that mean? So, for example, the things that are around you, like the five, four, three, two, one technique. So kind of say, you know, to saying what's around you when you're feeling stressed. So I can see a printer there. I can smell that massive fart that I did earlier. Um, five you know, things you can, can see, four things you can I, hear, yeah, three yeah. things you can touch, I two always, things you can I always smell. get them in the wrong order. Yeah. I like that. And what's the one thing? you can man? smell and get stuck. Um, one thing one is taste. Thing you can... Oh, is it? Yeah, one thing is taste. But I always get them wrong. Say it again. Say it again. Five, 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 five things you can five see, things four you can things see, you can hear. Four things you can hear, three things you can smell, two Feel. things you can touch, things two, you can one smell, thing. One, I, I don't know what the order is. I'm just exactly. saying. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a way it's of just occupying your mind. Your, yeah, it's grounding yourself and distracting your your brain. Can you two Stop. decide who speaks? No. What's unhooking? I'll go with James again because don't know, don't know why. Uh, again, it's again, it's a, it, these are cognitive techniques. These are NIH approved cognitive techniques for, um, if you like, removing yourself cognitively from a situation that is stressful. So whatever it is about the situation which is particularly triggering the stress, it's a, about reframing your relationship with that as opposed to just changing, thought, challenging negative thoughts. I really like it. And I really like reframing negative thoughts. I do it all the time. This morning I was writing a joke in the script and it kept getting deleted. And I, my immediate thought was, oh, it's not funny. And James must have gone in and hated it. And yeah. then I realised that one part of was them... true. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, naturally. But that's always true. So why was I thinking yeah. about it? And then I found out that Sam, despite not being ready to record the podcast, had gone in and was just deleting everything I was writing as I was writing it. But I, I had to reframe it. Yeah. I reframed it as one of you doing that before I knew it was in fact mm. true. And that was really helpful. Oh, yeah. It stopped me feeling bad. You're not actually holding your hand up to comment, James, are you? You're fiddling with your pen. No, I'm not. I'm just fiddling with a pen. Yeah, don't worry about that. Sorry. It's unbelievable. Um, obviously, having a daily routine is valuable and a ball ache. Exercise, yeah. same. Sleeping well, same. You, it's all that stuff we do brilliantly and naturally that would help with our stress levels. So that would be why. <laughs> Amazing. I actually think we've, we've, you've, and Sam even, um, have explained that really well. So we'll even I know, brutal. I know. I know. We'll take a break and we'll be back in part two for personal reflections and the game, Alex, in a bit. Bye. No. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 143 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and stress. In this part, we talk about our personal reflections on stress. James, you're the only one that's got something written. Would you like to go first? <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, I don't know if it comes across on this podcast. I do have stress. I think I think what I project what? to our <laughs> listeners is, is probably a very relaxed peaceful yeah. calm happy person. happy clap yeah happy calm peaceful no obviously all the fucking time i am permanently living in a uh, a stressful situation largely self-created again I, there there is nothing that threatens me alex oh, for fuck's sake alex gave me a tip ages ago when i was anxious Ding. about kind of asking yeah, <laughs> about um you know asking Kind of, it's, a, it's a grounding thing asking yourself am i in threat am i in danger is there anything yeah. around me and that it does it does help because there's nothing that's threatening me but i am constantly stressed and the, the phrase and sam i can see sam's nodding the phrase which for the last 15 years i've used is it's okay because in two weeks time i've got a bit less to do and oh, I've said yeah. that repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly, but obviously in two weeks' time, I've got just as much or, or, or more to do. And more. that list you read out in the first bit and the, the kind of the evidence that it makes the symptoms worse, 100%. When I am more stressed than my baseline level of being fucking stressed, I can't function. 
I'll, I'll talk about this in the Friday episode or in a Friday episode because we're asynchronous at the minute about how just a little bit of stress, everything goes, can't cope, can't remember anything, lose everything, you know, just can't sit still, everything gets worse. Now, as people that have listened to a few of these episodes probably know, I struggle to do mindful things or to relax. So the healthy coping mechanisms, although I, I have tried grounding and it can help, a lot yeah, of the healthy yeah. stuff like re relaxation, yeah, healthier relaxation, mindfulness, can't do it. My maladaptive coping mechanisms, as they are for when I've got low mood or when I'm really tired or if I'm just feeling poorly, are um, eating all of the bad stuff or smoking the bone. They are not healthy. Um, that has they're to be not a yeah, I'm amazed. Yeah, we're, de we're, def we're definitely off our game. I'm sorry, but it's been pointed out. I apologize to everyone listening. We are off our game with things. We do need to get yeah. back into this as hard Smoking as Smoking the bone? Yes, yes. The, the naughty, the naughty wacky, wacky, Alex. Bigfoot's mm -hmm. penis. Yeah, smoking Bigfoot's penis. That's how, when I'm stressed, I cope by just, again, the dopamine I get from eating all the fucking food. But that just delays the stress for the guilt and anger afterwards when I think... You fuck, you pathetic, sad little man. You just ate, you know, 3,000 calories in, in 10 minutes because, you know, you feel a little bit stressed. The healthiest yeah. thing I do, the only healthy coping mechanism, and I do it every day, is to have a hot bath. And that is my stress-free zone. Is I lie in a hot bath, I have some music on, and I do play on my phone. Obviously, Wordscapes, fucking hate it. I'm now on, by the way, at level 11,534 of Wordscapes. No one cares. Which is... No, it's meaningless. Uh, thank you. But that's my only kind of healthy coping strategy. Um, wow. Alex, you had loads written down before we started. So uh, what about your stress levels? Yeah, it's been huge in my life. At the moment, I, I have, I'm managing my stress really, really well. I don't actually ha have a lot and because because of uh, a big part of stress problems is it can affect oh. your sleep and sleep problems can cause stress. So it's a killer circle and alcohol is a sedative. It, it blocks effective sleep. So as someone with an alcohol use disorder, it's always been, um, I was always tired and ADHD is always fatigue based anyway. So I was always tired, always felt alcohol induced stress. And that was a nightmare. So since stopping drinking and I do do mindful breathing and other things, I feel less stressed. And yet, James, my fucking blood pressure is still 150 over 100. Yeah. All the time. So annoying. It kills me. So I also found it really hard to tell what I was stressed about. I would usually blame it on something else or have displacement stress. Are you got your all, hand up for a reason? All of my audio has just gone completely mental. So I didn't hear a word you said, and now it's you sound off. weird. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Give me. I'm sorry. I've missed. I, I think missed you've switched to something. Have you pressed yeah. a button with your clumsy Dracula fingers? You sound all echoey and weird. Even yeah, more than normal. I'm so sorry about that. Sorry. You should be. Audio. It's given me more time to look at the kooks and gold sale. You are bonkers. I have to literally shut every every tab down. Or I'll, I get so easily distracted. Yeah, but I'm I did it when I was giving a talk, Sam. Giving it like a public talk. Flicked up Is the that, password. So just, I don't know if we're keeping That's this so in or not. That's so much better. Yeah, I don't know if we're keeping this better. in or not. But basically, immediate, immediately as Alex started speaking... My headphones stopped working, and I could just oh, see him. I wish that happened. I couldn't hear a thing. Mm, so then amazing. I thought I'll test the speakers and press the test button. Then I thought I'll take them off. So as I took them off, it was playing the the Streamyard music it plays when you test the speakers. Yeah. So do we want to start again from you, Alex? Is that okay? Or yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Okay. So do you want to, do you want to come you in? Do with it what quicker a, what this a... time. <laughs> yeah. So you right? Yeah. So um. What about you, Alex? You had loads written down before we started recording this morning. <laughs> I, Sam and I forgot you have to write something. Sam didn't forget. She doesn't know there's a script. I forgot to write this bit down. But actually, I don't need to because stress is a huge problem for me. Uh, lack of sleep, usually mainly because of my alcohol use disorder, because alcohol is sedative. It doesn't help you sleep. Cause stress and stress causes sleep problems. Absolute killer synergy. And so I would feel stress an awful lot. 
on top of that, the ADHD symptoms, the, the kind of the ones that the drugs help with, actually, the meds help with, feeling like I can't get anything done, I'm unproductive, I'm crap human, was also a major cause of my stress. So finding a stable meds routine and and I do ADHD friendly meditation and chiefly annoyingly not drinking have been unbelievably helpful for me that that's what has reduced my my stress massively because when I do feel stressed I displace I don't actually know what I'm feeling about unless I really really analyze it because of metacognition problems I get angry about the wrong thing I think stress is I think I'm cross about a dirty cup when actually I'm like worried about my future or something and I can't see anything for what it really is it turns me into a grumpy twat I've got rid of most of that I tend not to feel very stressed at the moment I'm since pretty much I stopped drinking James however my blood pressure is constantly 150 over 100 mm. that's not great is it is it not I think and that's definitely not the white coat thing when you go to the doctor no no what, when I do it on my own even like and because I don't I've, I've also lost a lot of weight so it's bloody annoying <laughs> I think I think I have a thing. Called... You should maybe you should maybe see somebody about that. <laughs> to the doctor, yeah. yes, yes, I am going to do that. So that's that's my my relationship with stress is absolutely constantly based on work can, and alcohol. Can I give you my observations on your your stress? Is that okay? Yeah, please. I, do. I've known I've known you since like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, far too long. And you've been more stressed up until about two months ago the six months before that your stress levels the only time i've seen them as high was just as you were about to leave warwick medical yeah. school when you were very unhappy which was fine and, contractually yes yes <laughs> but those two periods your whole behavior you know kind of changed i could i could see the the like the pain you were in the fact that everything yeah. was heightened because of because of stress levels it's to see in somebody that you I'll say no as opposed to like and to see the impact that stress has on that person um if you like them so if it was someone else not you someone else you know someone else yeah. not you it's painful to watch when somebody that you love not you someone else no, um really. uh, is stressed and it's so overtly obvious as well i have made the changes at work though which is really yeah. Through talking to people similar to you two, not you two, obviously, because you're <laughs> useless you. and pointless. Yeah. But people similar to that, yeah, um, have been not yeah, that, you have, not, not that, no, not that, yeah, not but you've that. got to make creative. changes, you have to. <laughs> the fear of what it meant of losing income in one, or I thought I was going to, and the fear of those sorts of things is such a killer. And mm. the problem is, literally, probably yeah. better to be slightly poor and alive again, mm. not you, James. Thank you for that, Alex. Oh, not because I want you dead, James, because you already are. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm not Alex. I'm not dead. I'm undead. And that type of language is discriminatory. Apologies. Thank you. The, now, to the probably, probably the least stressed of the three of us, I would yeah, imagine, old, is Miss Sadie. Old chill bones there. Yeah, so this will be a, a, probably a short personal reflection, won't it, Sam? But, you know, let us know anyway. Probably, because... Even though I'm stressed fucking constantly, I can never remember anything, so I might not be able to even say anything, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bash. I, I just do too much, as we all know. I am literally always working. The minute I finish work, I'm working for the charity, or I'm doing stuff for the podcast, or ADHD Towers, or I'm doing stuff. I, I'm just always fucking doing stuff. And when I'm doing the one thing, I'm stressing about something else that I'm not doing because I'm spending time doing the other thing. So it is, it is yeah. constant for me. And it means that I struggle with sleep because obviously I'm thinking about things. I get IBS. And I was saying before, before I even know that I'm stressed about something, my stomach knows I'm stressed about something and I'll feel that it's blown up and I think, what am I stressed about? And then I get stressed because I can't work out what I'm actually stressed about. So thanks, stomach. I get I get so I feel like I can't breathe all the time, you know, because there's just so much to do that you feel like you can't fill your lungs because it's yeah. just the pressure of it on you. And then if it's really bad, I get panic attacks where I literally feel like I'm going to die because you do the whole hyperventilating thing and you can't get the oxygen in. And then James has to come and breathe with me because I forget how to breathe. And then a lot of things that cause me stress, though, are having to leave the house mm. and interacting with people they cause me the most 
as stress and anticipating that I've got to leave the house and interact with people can cause me so much stress and, and causes me to lose sleep. And then after those things, thinking about the things I did that I shouldn't have done or said that I shouldn't have said when I was out at those places causes me stress and hatred of myself. So I always think that I'm just better to never, ever leave the house or see anyone ever. So then I become a hermit because it's safer for me to do that. But then I hate my life because I never go anywhere or, or see anyone or do anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Hermit just made me remember some fighting position crab. Brilliant. Um, one of the things you said there was really interesting, and Only we won the, the script is just one. No, but it was all interesting, and but I know it all, yeah. so you know, white noise. Agree nice. to disagree. Yeah. But yeah. The one thing which the script intern didn't put in the the psychoeducation bit was anticipatory stress because yeah. events, things that happen to us, causes stress. But if you know you've got to do something that causes that fear, that fight or flight response happens in anticipation in advance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I have also. No, 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 please, this is your bit. I have to because I have to know exactly what is going to happen at all times and be prepared for it. That means I have to think about every possible situation that could possibly happen, mm. and prepare for it. And that the situations I've prepared for, which might be 25,000 different situations, not one of them ever happens and I never react in the way that I've planned to react because you can't control fucking any of it so it's all fucking pointless but I still keep fucking doing it because I'm a fucking idiot and is it and, you, yes you are is it yeah. only the negative stuff as well do you have to plan for the positive things does that affect yeah, you stressfully yeah, absolutely do you remember Sam when we went to Frankie Boyle and James wasn't there and he spoke oh, to I us and you, you yeah you were there yeah um yeah, yeah. It, it, to, to a lesser degree, yes. But when he spoke to you, you told me that immediately your stomach went. Yeah. Because And that was your stress response. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, I've got a really close friend, Skeletor, who I fucking adore. And she turned around, just surprised me one day and turned up at the door. And I fucking love her. And I'd love to see her. But because I wasn't anticipating that and hadn't mentally prepared for it, I yeah. lost my shit and was hyperventilating and crying. And then no, I've got absolutely. a friend that really loves me that's like, so mm. you didn't want me to pop around? Yeah. When Sam loses her shit as well, so Jack was around the other day, and this is a mixture of stress and anger. Sam was stressed and it led to anger. Now, Jack, Jack can handle himself. I don't think I've ever seen Jack with even a tinge of fear in his eyes but when you were at the back door Sam, we both stopped talking and shrank into the sofa like this and just sat there, quiet, sat there like quiet little boys while you, we could tell you were going to break something or someone and it was just it was amazing it really was yeah, anyway in the interest of time we've got to get to a game alex we've got to play the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the should game. we play a different game though well, this is this is the game that you're annoyingly three one up, I believe. Possibly not, because we're now doing this asynchronously and we may have for legal reasons cancelled an episode. But we'll say three one up anyway. <laughs> so this is about a smart tablet, Alex, and that's not something you swallow which has a camera in it. I um I'm, I'm an old man, 48. I like writing things down on paper, and when I coach, I write paper notes and then scan them in, which is just ridiculous. And I've only just worked out I can use other uh, technologies for this. But obviously I got something wrong. So <clears throat> did I, with the smart tablet that I use um, to now make the notes during coaching, did I lose the smart pencil that you absolutely need to use it? Yeah. Okay. Did I lose the tablet entirely? Or did I buy the wrong nibs, which are the things you plug into a smart pencil so that it can write on a tablet? Oh, I like that. Oh, that's an interesting one. I don't think you lost a pencil because you're used to holding things that are the width <laughs> of a pencil. I <laughs> How fucking hell, that is good. That I, is good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I also find it remarkable, James, that you're, you think Ron Peter and can't say the word remarkable. I'll explain why, Alex, after. Oh, okay. I don't think you lost the tablet because it wouldn't even crop up on this thing because it would be the 20, 
12th tee, 11th tee time you've done it. So mm. I think you bought the wrong nibs. That's yeah, why. For fuck's sake. Oh, that's 3-1 or 4-1, depending on... I, get, I think I gave it away by, by not saying remarkable. So basically, I was using a remarkable. And then yeah. when I was chatting to Eric, lovely Eric, hi, Eric, he said, well, I use yeah. an iPad. And I thought, well, will that work? And I looked into I an app. I mean, I suggested that before you bought, bought the remarkable, but carry on. I didn't buy it. It came to access to work, Sam, and it was very useful oh. for meetings. But for coaching, it, 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 <laughs> you can put your own PDF on there, but it was very slow. And Eric said, I use the iPad. And I just tried it once and was like, this is like 100 times better. And then immediately went out and ordered six replacement nibs for the remarkable pencil and not <laughs> the iPad pencil. Wow. What the fuck? Amazing. You thought one. I, 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 either made, I thought I'd made that one difficult. I was going to say hard, and that would have been a ding. We are off our game. We'll take yeah. a break. I'll find some headphones. We'll be back in part three to give you some tips. All right. Then. Ding! Yeah. Trumpet. Welcome back to episode 143, possibly, of mm -hmm. the ADHD Adults Podcast. We're talking about ADHD and stress, bad stress. As always, in part three, we are talking just the tip. We give our top tips. Mine are great. Samson James is a genuinely shit. Yeah. But we have to do it contractually. So here we go. James, what are your top tips for dealing with stress? Um, I mean, this isn't just in the interest of time, but it's the stuff you read out, really, isn't it? which is annoying and that is the the healthy stuff which is the stuff that we tend to struggle to do so the thing i would start with is trying to have a routine now routine is we often say this or i do anyway it's a prison but without it you know we've got chaos if you've got a routine and can try just try and get the fundamentals in place of staying hydrated of eating during the day of trying to get into a healthier sleep pattern of getting some exercise that will help not just your adhd symptoms but also the stress and I'm, i know i'm saying this in the full knowledge that it's fucking difficult and in sometimes it feels impossible so if you want to build that routine just start with one thing just one thing and build on it one thing at a time make sure you've got whatever reminders work for you to do that thing and start to build a routine to try and have a little bit of control over the fundamentals that can then help reduce your baseline stress what about you alex um yeah the the that list the boring klaxon list was exactly what i do as well that the ways to do it how is quite tricky isn't it sometimes so mm. the thing you said about that, that i always do when I, I used to get scared flying was is i call it think like a psychopath or a cat it's like. right now in <laughs> in this second how am i okay Mm. Am I in danger right now? And if next to James, yes, I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or people in your forest when they ask that question. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they can't speak with a gag on, James. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> so think like a psychopath. And and the anxiety fights it. it. It fights it. It goes, oh, yeah, but what if? What if? And you have to go. And it will happen. Like, oh, yeah, but what if the plane crash? No, no, no. I'm, I'm right now. And, and for the... When you first start it, it's every one to two seconds your brain will try and trick you into going, yeah, but what, what if it does happen? Oh, what we do? <laughs> and you have to keep saying. And then it, that time period spaces out. It really, really does. Um, meditation and breathing are helpful, but only ADHD-informed. The idea yeah. that, so as someone that uh, practiced Buddhism, just because I want to be even more of a wanker, um, <laughs> it doesn't work to sit there and om it for half an hour. Yeah. You do have to have other tasks to do. You, you, doing something you enjoy, whether it's gardening or cooking or cleaning or whatever it is that, that you do enjoy, do some, try some long, slow breathing techniques at the same time. And even some mindfulness, Google it for how to clear your mind. <clears throat> Remember, the idea isn't to not think and avoid distractions. It's to welcome those distractions and let them go. It's, it, everyone seems to think it's this blank existence you're supposed to live. That's bullshit. And what I will say is all, all of that depends on knowing what success looks like internally. So how, if, if, you, if you're doing all the tasks and spending 25 hours a day working and asking yourself, okay, which one of those do I need to do? Which ones are would make me feel successful and which ones wouldn't and, and let them go, I think. That's the key. Sam, any tips? Because you're, you're a relaxed person. Yes, strap in. Yeah, this what, is going to be what impressive. What do you do? Thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Hang on, yeah, strap I mean, in needs a ding. I yeah. Mean, ding. Off, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. My God, I'd left a tag in. Um, uh, yeah, obviously nothing I did work because I'm a constant ball of fucking stress. So don't take any advice from me. But here's my advice. Um, I What I try to do is do not think about the thing until you're there or even after it. Now, this is really fucking hard to do because obviously you want to think about it all the time. So I have to keep my mind distracted by doing other things. So say Paul really helps me. Paul and Ariel yeah. really helps me. It is the only time my mind is quiet. I know if I go there, my mm. mind will be quiet and I'll have a great time. But I do not want to fucking go there. I don't yeah. want to exercise. I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to see people. So what I have to do is distract myself with other things. And my bag's ready there by the door. And all of a sudden, James keeps coming in annoyingly every five minutes going, you've got to get ready for Paul. You've got to get ready for And then before I know it, I'm there. And I can't do anything about it because I'm there. Once I'm there, I'll do it. So th that works for me. James. You bag of, bag of shite. James comes in annoyingly. Annoyingly, I know, it's yeah. really helpful. It's, it's the same for when you go helpful. to work, because I have to keep coming and saying, Sam, remember you're going to work in an hour. And then yeah, yes, okay, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we, all, we all know that exercise is helpful for ADHD, but it's also, yeah. ADHD is a structural barrier for access, mm. accessing exercise, both socioeconomically, but also because you've got your bag there, and there are a thousand opportunities for your impulsive brain to say, just fuck it off. Uh, and and yeah. that, that isn't acknowledged, I don't think, enough in the health support community when they're saying just do exercise. And we laugh because we know that, but we also feel shame and guilt for it. Really, mm -hmm. really brilliant tip, Sam, ironically. Oh, yeah. No, no. You carry on with your personal reflections throughout, Mark. <laughs> it's just a tip. It's not personal reflection. <laughs> I know. You That's what you that normally thing. say through, through anyway. mine. Anyway. 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 I haven't finished. Um, <laughs> keeping myself yeah. busy. If I'm really, really stressed. So I have to, you have to find things that keep your mind busy without stressing you out. And it's really difficult. I've spoken before about how I have to have a task that occupies my mind enough to distract it, but not too much so that I get engrossed with it. And that's all I want to fucking do. And then I leave all the other things that I need to do, which then makes me stressed because I've got more to do afterwards. Logic puzzles, I fucking love. I love logic anyway. Um, so logic puzzles are absolutely brilliant for me. Or something like, I like putting things together. So those rocker kits and things like that. I'm doing one of those at the minute. Things like that, that kind of you can calmly do that don't get you too overexcited but keep your mind distracted from all the shit that you've got going on really help me also um because obviously i'm doing too much shit all the time and i am not very good at this but i know all the tools because i can do coaching and there are loads of tools that we can use in coaching to help you get all so what really helps when i can do this is getting all the tasks that i need to do out there I put them all out there and then I normally use the task matrix to kind of prioritize them. But then what I'll do is I've got like a, all of my tasks are on one list on one note. Sorry, my brain is really clunky today. Um, and then I choose three, three things that I absolutely have to do today. Now, I normally I, I no, I won't go into what I do that's wrong. <laughs> this is tips, isn't it? So, yeah. I've got my master list that's hidden away so that I can't see it. And then I've got the three that I absolutely have to do today. And I just work on doing those three tasks. If I get them done, then I do more. But if I've hidden the whole massive list of tasks away from myself, it yeah. can overwhelm me, you see. So if I've just got the three and I think these are the only three things I've got to do today, that can sometimes work. Not always, because what I tend to do is not do any of the three tasks, but just do random tasks that aren't even on my master list. They're things I don't even need to do, but my brain just wants, this is top tip, sorry. Yeah, so if you can, just org just organise yourself better, basically. And yeah, when um, Alex was talking about mindfulness, I can't do it anymore, but I used to be able to do it. And there's a really good app called Headspace, which you've got oh, a file on. I, I really liked it. I really liked it. I can't do it now, but I used to back then. James, you know what's annoying is in all of that nonsense, the, the idea of create of is really helpful is to reduce stress by having clear, achievable, meaningful yeah. goals within yeah. a list. How annoying that. 
It's like uh, you know blind chickens sometimes picking up corn. Yeah, it it's, like yeah. I, lit I literally, not even figuratively, Alex. I literally said this in the productivity course last night. Said make sure you have a master list and to take things from that. Just quickly Sorry. before we we finish if sam has finished because i mean that was 15 minutes of mm. i'll stop now because i couldn't go on and none of it's usable because really? i'm still constantly oh stressed two yeah. things that kind of came up while that was while alex yeah. and you were talking yeah we'll take it at the minute was do you remember that piece of research we talked about a few months ago about how assisted relaxation therapy is as effective as oh, cbt yeah. for yeah. adhd that's suddenly now like like big kind of coin dropping that oh my god actually yeah if you can reduce stress it probably will reduce the symptoms of adhd so absolutely will yeah and Very actually with that in mind this see because obviously cbt doesn't help most people but it really helped mm. me but the thing that helped me most was exposure therapy because a lot of my stress is around leaving the house and social situations and exposure therapy really mm. helped me to so basically you're coming out of lockdown it would be your task would be to go to the supermarket you usually go to with James and that wasn't too stressful yes no, everybody not has everybody to not for everybody although open at midnight how did he manage yeah. that <laughs> but then the next time I would go without him to the same supermarket at the same time and it's that kind of exposure and gradually exposing yourself ding <laughs> <laughs> That's that a... helped me to realise that actually it's not that bad. So exposure therapy works for me. None of this may work for you because we're all different. Do what you want. I don't care. Excellent. Yeah. I'm like... getting back to me. Getting back to me. Wrapping up with two things. Oh yeah. Um, the other mm. thing was in terms of prioritising and routine. One of the things that people we often talk about urgency and importance, but doing something that makes you feel better. So if you're struggling to prioritise, prioritise something that makes you feel better. Yeah, is a really good way of actually just starting yeah. a day and reducing your stress so it could be that you've got urgent things important things easy things but if there's yeah. a thing you know makes you feel better do yeah. that thing at the start yeah. of the day to just as a start task yeah so, yes. I was just about to say yeah so i had that as a task once that my task was for relaxing and then i would keep doing things and then i think no 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 stay on task stay on task you need to yeah. relax today 10 and minutes guitar playing as a as a task that you've got to tick off is a good thing so lots of people still ask me uh, whether it's uh, talks and, and social media and about the guitars i have started picking it up again and what i've done is i've stopped coaching sessions at 7 a.m and in the morning when i'm more likely to be able to at the minute i am actually picking the guitar up and writing some music and playing it and it's something that i enjoy and it means i start the day in a better kind of less stressed place anyway this has gone on for fucking i mean we've been recording this for an hour and i know i'm, I'm tired of you too so that was episode 143 of the adhd adults podcast where we talked about adhd and stress if by a miracle you enjoyed any of this wank you can find more content by subscribing on patreon visit www.theadhdadults.uk that's the wrong address on the script isn't it to find out more and to get in touch if you want to bye 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 all bye really what's that 143 you do the bye last Trigger warning, Klaxon. Klaxon, Klaxon, Klaxon.